GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome everybody to the Last Action Podcast. It is I, Sphinx, and with us, as always, we've got LPJ. Hey. And we've got Hovercraft Joe. What up, Sphinx? All right, so we wanted to use this episode today uh, to just kind of talk about what we have been watching while in this quarantine. That (laughs) is, what, two months now? Going on 18 months is how it feels. (laughs) Yeah, it does does feel like it. I think it has been about two, but it it definitely feels a lot longer. I don't know. This is my dream. Like, being in quarantine away from all people ever is kind of my jam. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slowly going crazy. I can't. I oh I, man, I didn't think I needed like human contact, but I, I definitely do at this point. Oh, I, I was built for this. <laughs> I mean, in some regards, I I do enjoy it, but also like I do like I'll agree with Sphinx. I miss kind of having like human interaction that's not over a computer or a phone. So, um, but it's great like waking up on Saturdays and being like, "What do I got to do today? Nothing." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and that's actually that's actually one of the only reasons I've been able to watch movies is because my Saturdays and Sundays aren't jam packed with all kinds of things that, that it normally would be. Yeah. Well, who wants to get us uh, started with uh, some stuff we've been watching? Um, I you want to go LPJ? Yeah, I'll start. So I kind of stopped watching TV. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So I haven't really, my DVR is very full. I haven't caught up on really any of the shows that I normally watch. And uh, I've kind of spent most of my time watching either anime or movies. Okay. So uh, over the past month and a half, I've watched all three Lord of the Rings, all three Hobbit movies, all of the Mission Impossible movies, and then some other random movies here and there. Wow, all three of the Hobbit movies, those are, I mean, I recently just watched, uh, well, now it seems like 100 years ago, but at work we went through and watched all, like, the extended versions of The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the Hobbit movies, I, I mean, what's your opinion on them, LPJ? Like, how do you feel uh, about them? They, they were, a, I'm not going to say a rough watch, but it's not. it was not nearly as enjoyable as Lord of the Rings. And I didn't really... So, like, Lord of the Rings, you really get sucked into it. Like, Mm -hmm. you really kind of, you really get sucked into the world, and it's very absorbing. The Hobbit, it was tough. Like, I didn't really like any of the characters. Um, (laughs) Not even Bilbo? No, I didn't really care for, yeah, no, that's not true. Bilbo was okay. But the rest of it, it was just, I mean, the story was not that compelling. It just wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was certainly. I would certainly watch them again at some point in the future. But I'm not. I'm not diving out to go on a giant Hobbit binge at this point. Now, when you watch them, though, 
Did you watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy first and then The Hobbit? Or did you do The Hobbit yes. first? Okay. No, Lord of the Rings first. You see, the last time I saw The Hobbit trilogy was like last Christmas. And it's been quite a while since I've seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And being so far away from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I really liked the Hobbit trilogy. I mean, you're, you're right. It doesn't quite have that emotional impact that you feel on the characters and whatnot. But I still found them to be very, very entertaining. The third one, I think, was the weak one. Um, but I really liked it. I really liked the second one with Smog and the dragon and all that. Like, that's a cool one. Oh, I thought they got better as they went as they went on. I thought the third one was better than the second one. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought when I saw them, I thought that the third one was the most, the one that was basically just a, a the battle. The whole was the most because like I, my whole problem with it is that like you know like Lord of the Rings, they're long movies, but they're each based on a book. But like The Hobbit is one book, yeah. And I don't think I think it's shorter than any of the Lord of the Rings books. It is. So, it's only I mean, like one or two hundred pages tops. So it's like they were really stretching. I mean, like maybe make it two movies, but to make it three, it's like, you know, that they were like, well, we got to, you know, milk this for all it's worth and get three releases. So I don't know. It just seemed like it was more than just more than it needed to be. Yeah, And and what was crazy about it is they did. You're right. They did stretch it and they 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 don't own the rights to any of his other books. So the materials they had to pull from, they couldn't pull from the Silmalarian or whatever it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's another book they couldn't pull from. They could only pull from The Hobbit and then the uh, appendices that are at the end of Return of the King. Oh, geez. So I they couldn't even pull from the rest of it. I remember the first time when I was a kid and I read uh, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy and Return of the King and I'd be like, I'm done with the book. And I'm like, why is there still like a hundred pages in this thing? <laughs> Just like how Return of the King, the movie does it. You think it's oh over God. and then it's like 50 yeah, more that, minutes. Yeah, that movie seriously has like, I feel like five or six like false endings where you're like, this is the end. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, no, there's still more. OK, well, on my rewatch, it didn't seem so bad. Like it, it all of the endings made. They were definitely long, but they all made a lot more sense and fit, I think, better overall this like fourth time that I've seen it. I th- I think my I feel like what and maybe it wouldn't work, but I I don't I, I think upon rewatching them, I kind of wish that they had. I mean, I get why they did it for the movie, but I wish it in like the second and third that it would have been more like structured like the books where they're like, all right, this is all of like Frodo and Sam's story together. And then this is all of the other guy's story. Like, I don't know, like the the mixing back and forth. But I guess it wouldn't really work because every time I went to like a Frodo Sam part, I was like, Ugh. so if I had to watch like all of that for like <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes straight, I, I guess I guess I just solved my own or answer my own question there. Is that how the book's structured? I have never read the books, so I have no Yeah, idea. the books, at, once you get past the first one, like when the Fellowship breaks up, like when you read them, it's like, all right, this is all the stuff that happens to Frodo and Sam is told in consecutive chapters, and then the, then it's all the stuff with the rest of the Fellowship. And it's like the same thing in the um, Return of the King, almost to a point where I think you go through all the stuff with the Fellowship, and it ends with them like arriving at the Black Gates, and then you go back and find out all the Frodo and Sam stuff, and then it catches up together. Oh, okay. But it, oh, interesting. I, you know, but thinking it out loud, it wouldn't really work for like a pacing in, in, in like a movie. No. You couldn't you couldn't do it that way. So I, I guess it makes sense why they did it. But I don't know the Frodo and Sam stuff. 
I just, uh, that's the stuff that kind of drags me down in that. Cause I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, like I enjoy the books and I still think the movies are good, but that, uh, I don't know. The other stuff is a lot better. <laughs> that part wasn't as bad. This, t- this rewatch, like I, I, it didn't seem as much of a slog as, as it was the last time I watched it. Maybe you're just a big fan of potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to um, Hobbit. Uh, guest on our show, Kaz, uh, him and I saw all the Lord of the Rings and, and all the Hobbit movies in the movie theater, and he didn't know that The Hobbit was going to be a trilogy. So <laughs> he kept saying to me during the film, he's like, this is, you know, they're not really getting, because he had read all the books. He's like, this isn't really getting anywhere from what I remember. <laughs> and then it ended, you know, just kind of like cliffhangerly, because, you know, he didn't even, I think... He makes it to the castle, if I, he, he makes it to the mountain, if I remember right, at the end of the first Hobbit. And he's like, wait a minute, and you just see the dragon. And he's like, wait, how many of these are there going to be? I'm like, it's a trilogy, dude. He's like, son of a bitch. He was like, <laughs> so upset. I don't even think, I don't even think he gets that far, does it? No, I, they I, get, they get just to. They get like in the other side of the Lonely of the Mountain, mountain, right? Yeah, or the, the, the Misty Mountains, because yeah. the, the second movie has all the stuff with like Mirkwood and the elves and the. Oh, that's right. If I remember right, I think like yeah. something falls and then it lands in front of Smog, and you see his eye open, and that's how that first one ends. Yeah, man. It, it, like, I was thinking about when I was watching it. I was thinking like, had I watched this in the theater. I would have been so angry at the ending because like it ju- it's like the story just stops. Yeah, Kaz was pissed because he thought yeah. that was it. He thought he thought this and was like, gonna be it. One movie. And like think- thinking about it now, it's like I remember seeing all the Lord of the Rings movies in the theater. I don't think I saw any of the Hobbit movies in the theater. Like I've seen them all, but I think I watched them all at home. Like I don't think I maybe the first one, but that's about it. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't see any of them in the theater. All right. Anything else besides yeah. those? Who me? In your anime? Yeah. Well, you oh. said you oh, said yeah. Mission Impossible. I watched. I, watched uh, I I didn't watch all. I have all the Mission Impossible. Oh, sorry, Mission Impossible. I watched the last three, so I finally okay. saw Fallout. Yeah, Fallout's amazing. Yeah, Fallout is really good. Yeah. yeah I'm very Fallout, excited for the next movie. Fallout's great. I love. Um, what's his name? Superman in that Henry movie. Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's just like a hulking beast, dude. That guy is gigantic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but yeah, no. Those last three uh, Mission Impossible movies, uh, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout—they're all amazing. I love. The, them you know what? The third one is very underrated. The third one's really good. Oh, uh, Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, directed uh-huh. by J.J. Abrams, I believe. Right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. It's the second yeah. one that's a dumpster fire, right? From what I remember. Yeah, the second one's a little rough. The second one is very. <laughs> The second one is too John Woo for its own good. I was gonna say that's your boy John Woo. <laughs> I know, but it's like it was it was too John Woo. It was also the movie that, uh, in some regards, got uh, Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because Doug Ray Scott had to be in that movie. I think he's the villain, and yeah, he, is. He, he couldn't get he, he did clash with him being Wolverine. So I think, if anything, that movie did us a favor. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Because, you know, Mission Impossible is recovered, and so is X-Men. Oh, mm. maybe not. Hey, X-Men's did you a roller coaster ride. This is kind of, like, not pertinent to this, but I don't know if either of you saw that the uh, New Mutants movie got a new new release date. This is, like, the is seventh like, time. Yeah, it's Honestly, like it's, I was it's surprised like, they were still releasing it. 
Yeah, I they think it's just do video of, on demand at this point, right? They should. They should have already because I think I think it's officially like its fifth different release date because it was supposed it was whatever but i think it was had gotten to a point where it's supposed to come out april of this year but obviously yeah. yeah and but now it's supposedly august so it's like all right well we'll yeah, see again it was supposed to compete the same weekend as uh no time to die the bond movie and then yeah uh, uh, remember how geez remember how early the bond movie was like see ya <laughs> and i gave shit about it too i was like i feel like they're they're kind of jumping the gun on this Apparently, yeah that was I so- no damn idea what i was talking about yeah, that was so long ago. We were in the studio talking about that. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the last like, time we were in the studio. To be honest, we were, right. we were all kind of like, it seemed like they jumped the gun a little bit on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <Whoops. laughs> um, I, I do need to go back and watch all those Mission Impossible's. I'm happy you brought those up because those are ones I think I could watch with my wife as well. She would enjoy those. Because yeah, they're good, I, especially I haven't seen the newest watching one. them back to back. Yeah, watching them back to back, it helps a lot. Like the the because the characters themselves aren't really fleshed out a whole lot over an individual movie, but over the course of the three movies, they really get fleshed out, and you kind of see their arc a lot better. Although yeah. half of the characters from the fourth movie aren't in the rest of them, it's very strange to me. Hmm. Like they half? drop that they drop the girl; she's completely yeah. gone. Yeah, Jimmy Re- Jimmy Renner's in the fifth one, but not in the sixth one. Yo, he's in the sixth one, but he's only in it for a couple scenes. Okay. Because he was filming, uh, he was off filming the uh, all the Avengers stuff. Oh. So they couldn't they couldn't get him for any longer than a little bit. Maybe he'll be back in the seventh. I think They're he make- took over. Well, at the end of it, I think he takes over as the director. Or oh. no, no, he no he doesn't. Uh, what's her name takes over as a director? But uh, Ange- uh, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, yeah, but he's like still the right hand man or whatever. Um, Because they're making they're making a seventh and an eighth one like they announced. I mean, like all the movie schedules got so out of whack now, but they were supposed to be like, I think, 2021, 2022. I'm sure it's shifted like everything else. But I know that they announced that we're making two more of them. So, yeah, I can't keep up with these changed dates for movies anymore. So, yeah, whenever they happen, they'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, or, or or at the very least, they'll get released uh, so you can just like buy them at your house and watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been pretty good so far. Scoob just came out today, and the kids have already watched it twice. That is <laughs> that is literally what I was watching before I got on with you guys. Oh, Scoob, Scoob, so, that was that so, was family movie night. So is it like a like a modern take on Scooby Doo, or that is exactly yeah. what it is. So oh. it's like. Yeah, it's like them with like cell phones and technology, but they have a lot of cool throwbacks to the Hanna Barbera cartoons as well, mm-hmm. and some Blue good yeah, adult jokes. I was gonna say, yeah. I I thought I saw like a like a brief trailer, and I'm like, was that Blue Falcon? Oh yeah, yeah. Blue Falcon and Dynamite, both of it. Oh crap! I have to say though, my my son before any of this was even released, my son has been in love with Scooby Doo for like the last two years, like just completely infatuated with it. And there's there's a scene in this movie, he like lost it, like he emotionally <laughs> was so sad that I thought he was legitimately kidding at first, but no, he was like bawling his eyes out. I'm like, buddy, buddy, it's okay, man. Like he's never <laughs> cried at a movie, but I think he's just so like he's so close to these characters. After I mean, he watches all of them, like all the shit on Netflix. We've got the movies from the original stuff in the 60s and 70s. He's just like obsessed with Scooby Doo. Wow, that's pretty crazy. 
LPJ, should he watch the episode of Supernatural that crossed over with Scooby Doo? <laughs> oh, totally. He absolutely should. It's completely family fr- completely family friendly. <laughs> um, Sounds good. <laughs> um, so uh, one thing that I watched, uh, and this is kind of interesting because it was like kind of like a random pick on Netflix, but it led to something else. Is that I rewatched the uh, the first Sin City movie, um, which I hadn't I hadn't seen, sat down and watched, you know, just Sin City in a while, and I still really enjoy that movie. I don't know when the last time you guys have maybe watched Sin City or not, but um, I think it holds up. I always keep I always catch parts of it when it's on. But I've never sat and watched the whole thing straight through since the time we watched it in the theater. Oh, man. I watched the uh, whole thing about a year or two ago. And, uh-huh. and you're right. It held up really, really well. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I love, and I'm not the biggest, like, Mickey Rourke fan, but I love him in that movie. Yeah. Um, and the, the Clive Owen stuff is great. And it, it just it works really well. Um, so that kind of led me. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, but I watched the sequel that they made. I'd never seen it before. The... Um, I think it's called Sin City, like uh, a dame to kill for or something. Yeah, I don't, I never, yeah I've never seen it. Have yeah, you Have you ever seen it? Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> so I'd always heard it wasn't very good, but I was just like, whatever. You know, I got nothing else to do, so I'm just going to – so I got it on demand and watched it. It's not as good as the original, but it's not as bad as um, I was told it was going to be, you know? So it, it's worth checking out, I would say. that the, uh, Mickey works in it and his stuff is all great just like in the first one there's a Jessica Elba story that doesn't really work very well and there's some Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it that doesn't really work but uh, Josh Brolin's in it and he plays like like Clive Owen's character like before he had like the face surgery you know mm-hmm. so um, but it was pretty good you know I'd say I went into it thinking it was going to be uh, horrible and it wasn't but uh, it, not as good as the, the original for sure <laughs> Yeah, I remember I, I kind of similar to 300, obviously, like I, I felt like it still really held up and, and looked great when I rewatched it. Yeah, the, the look of it is 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 it, it, that, you know, like with just like the red showing up in color and the black and white and how stylized it is. It, it really works well, you know, like stylized movies that, that or movies that are that stylized, you know, are always kind of hit or miss. You never know if you're going to be able to kind of completely go with it but that one uh, i think still works very well yep yeah uh i've been sharing it with you guys a little bit through our discord chats but i've been able to convince my wife we've been going through a weird chunk of the james bond movies (laughs) so i started with you only live twice because we recently did an episode on thunderball and I was like, you know, the the late Conneries, I always give them a hard time. So I was kind of like, I want to start those over again and kind of see how they play out. So we made it all the way from You Only Live Twice to Octopussy. Never Say Never Again is this weekend, LPJ, so don't you worry. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm looking forward to you eating your words on that movie. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, because I got to say, like, like, Roger Moore has always been my Bond, but like... I know he is such a silly Bond, but I I don't know. What rewatching these have really reconfirmed my my love of him. It's just it's been different movies of his that I didn't think I liked that I have actually liked more this time around. So like I always used to make fun of you LPJ about the man with the golden gun because yeah. I always thought that was one of his worst ones. But I'd put it like his top three. I love that movie. It is really. Good. I mean, it's silly, but yeah, 
it, it plays off. And an octopusy was way more fucking crazy than I remember too. I when you were like when you messaged <laughs> us and we're like, oh, I think I kind of like octopusy. I like was like, I want to like break quarantine and drive over to your house and just like smack you like it's worth the risk because that movie is i think when we did our list it was on my top five worst bond movies <laughs> i think man with the golden gun was on my bottom five too and now i i think i said i put it like middle of the pack i i think in, the, in the, as we go as we go through these bond movies i think where the disconnect is is that you and lp lpj just enjoy like the sillier campier roger moore ones more than i do and as his movies get more and more campier and he gets older and older i just can't i just can't with him he's so old in that movie he is i can't wait for uh view to a kill but then for your eyes only i always thought was a favorite of mine of his and that one was just boring I, I, you know, I honestly have not watched, rewatched, uh, Fear Eyes Only in a, in a long time. So, um, I don't, I mean, I like the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> My wife still has the theme song in her head. That was like three weeks ago. That's a good one. It's, uh, Sheena Easton, right? Yeah. yeah. She actually yeah. hated the song, but it's in her head right now. Uh, the only thing I kind of feel like I remember about that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like there's maybe at one point where he's. Bond's getting like dragged behind a boat or something. Well, Roger Moore has a boat in every single one of his movies. I found <laughs> that out. I didn't. I didn't realize how many fucking boat scenes there were I- until going through this. I mean, Live and Let Die. He's in the Bayou. Uh, he's in Vietnam or or Thailand and Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, he's in the Ocean and Spy Who Loved Me. He's in the Amazon and Moonraker. Yeah, with Venice his... and one of them. <laughs> yeah, Ven- Venice is Moonraker as well. Yeah, yeah, let's not forget. Let's not forget in uh, Moonraker when he's in the Amazon and that like hang glider comes out of the boat and goes <laughs> oh, yeah. like, a... gosh, that movie. Is... Gosh, I, yeah. I, well, you guys are gonna win me over on those late Roger Moores, but I, I will, I will uh, admit that they're fun to watch because they're so dumb. They are fun to watch, and my wife has thoroughly enjoyed them too. Because the more intense ones freak her out, and she's like, "These are so silly, they're great." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> yeah, uh, you're like, "Oh, when we get to those Daniel Craig ones, yeah. well, I'm excited <laughs> for the Timothy Dalton coming up too because I oh, haven't, yeah, I haven't." Yeah, I haven't watched Living Daylights and License to Kill. Man, it's probably been 10 years since I've seen those two. I've always really liked the Timothy Dalton ones. Yeah, I liked them too. They were always middle of the pack for me. Like they didn't I didn't hate them, but I didn't love them. So, I am curious how they're going to turn out this time around. I don't know that you like them, uh, LBJ. I remember you crapping on License to Kill a lot during our Bond uh, roundtables. <laughs> Who had license to kill in the top five, though? Was that you, Hovercraft, Joe? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that license to kill top five? Ooh. Yeah, because I wanted to get a Timothy Dalton movie in there. <laughs> and I contend that he makes a semi-truck do a, like a wheelie through a wall of fire. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, you know, in, in hindsight, maybe I would have picked Living Daylights over it. But I, at that time, I just I went with it, you know. But I mean, like, it's a coin flip. I think they're both good. So yeah, getting into the Bond movies, I actually started reading them finally too. So, oh yeah, I've never read any of the the Fleming books. So yeah, I read from Russia with Love in high school, so I'm gonna reread it. But I'm currently in the middle of um, Casino Royale, and it's a really good book. I'm liking it a lot. 
and it follow, and like the the movie follows close to the the book, right? Like fairly it, close. It's fairly close. Ish. I mean, <laughs> you know, Smirsh is a Spectre, but Smirsh is actually a Russian group, so you know, it's all Cold War stuff. Okay. And then, um, like in the movie Casino Royale, where Lashif is like doing that whole speculation with uh, that Madagascar or African prince or whatever. In the right. in the book, he's actually buying up brothels in France. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's how he's making all of his money. And then the French like created a law that made him illegal, so he was out like a ton of money. So again, card game was how he was going to get that money back from Smirsh. Otherwise, <laughs> Smirsh and the Russians were going to kill him. And I'm assuming it's not Texas Hold'em that they're playing. No, it's Baccarat. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. It's pretty so, technical, though, so it's been hard trying to kind of get through that just because of Ian Fleming's actual past. So he, he's very, very technical with some of the things he's talking about. It's like, okay, I don't really care a whole lot. but Right, uh, yeah. Um, so here's, you know, something else that I watched uh, fairly recently, and this is kind of something I'd seen before, but something and I'll be kind of interested to get your guys' opinion on it, uh, because I had kind of always maligned this movie and just been like, ah, you know, it, as far as like the Marvel movies go, I would have been like, ah, this is one, that, you know, so I, I rewatched, uh, I think it was just like last week or the week before that, I don't know, all the days run together now, but I rewatched um, Age of Ultron, um, and you know, I gotta say, that movie, I, I think it gets a bad rap because it's like, yeah, it's probably the worst of the Avengers movie that's come out. But I really kind of like that movie. I don't know how you guys feel about it all. There's there's some major missteps in it, like the like the Black Widow uh, Hulk romance that they're trying to set up the whole thing. But like, I really like all the action sequences in that. I like James Spader. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I kind of gave that movie a second chance, and I like it. I could never figure out why you didn't like it. <laughs> Like, I enjoyed that movie. I liked it a lot better than you did for whatever reason, and I couldn't figure out why you didn't like it. Well, I'm a I'm a convert now. I, I like it. I really like all the like the main action sequences. I think are all good. I think it drag. There's a little bit of dragginess in it, like kind of when they go to uh, Hawkeye's farm and all that stuff happens. But other than that, like the especially like the open opening action sequence is really awesome when they're going yeah. to Strucker's castle. Um, I like the the Hulk uh, Hulkbuster fight is obviously really cool, um, and even that like the chase sequence in uh, South Korea when they're trying to track down Ultron that that's really good. So yeah, yeah I, I I don't I guess I don't know why I think maybe I just had it in my head that it wasn't any good, but I like it. No, I also really liked Age of Ultron. I mean, I think you're right. It's probably the the worst of the Avenger movies. But to say you're the worst of the Avenger movies is is not a bad thing, really, to say. And right. I think, and I. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say too. Like, I think that with with that movie being in the middle of the MCU, like there was there was a lot going on in it to kind of that had to be brought up for them to tell their whole story. Like if I remember right, you know, there's there's stuff in there that leans into Black Panther. You know, we get introduced to Scarlet Witch. Like there's just a lot that's going on in the film that pays off maybe not at the end of Age of Ultron, but then pays off later on within the MCU. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think kind of now being able to look back at it, you yeah. know, it does set up, it sets up like a lot of 
the stuff with uh, even like that happens in uh, Infinity War and Endgame and stuff with uh, Tony. You know, he has like that vision in that movie yeah. of like all the Avengers dead. And so, so I think it, you know, it, it had a lot to do and it did come out. I think it came out right after, um, uh, or, or right, or maybe sometime around when, uh, Winter Soldier came out. So it was right after they kind of like broke up shield and there was a lot going on. So, like I said, I think maybe in my mind, I was always like, well, it's not as good as the other Avengers movies, but yeah. that doesn't make, make it a bad movie. <laughs> I think it's yeah, one and- too, that there's great. You, you start to really see the actors uh, get along with each other well. Like, I feel yeah. like in the first Avengers, they're still, like, just trying to get a feel for each other. But then in Age of Ultron, like, even in those beginning scenes where they're just having fun at the party at Stark's house yeah. and all that. <laughs> like The party scene is great, where they're all, like, trying yeah. to lift a hammer and stuff. Yeah. Like, I like all that. And, and you're right. I think James Spader is great as Ultron in that movie, too. And, yeah. Joe, you brought, up, you brought up an interesting point that Winter Soldier came out, it was just a few months before that. Okay. And I think that's what hurt Age of Ultron is because Winter Soldier was so good. Yeah, arguably the to, best, right? Yeah, it's I mean, pretty. It's in my there. opinion, it's my it's my favorite. But yeah, so you know, trying to follow that with Age of Ultron, it it just you know it just lost a little bit of steam, and people weren't expecting that because every movie since every movie prior to that had kept getting better and better for the most part, with the exception of like Thor: Dark World, but. You know, everything kind of ramped up, and then all of a sudden you hit this little down dip, and I think that's what kind of hurt it a bit. Right, and to, to Sphinx's point, I think it had a lot of, like, heavy lifting, and they were trying to get a lot of ideas and stuff in it to plant seeds and kind of wrap up certain things. So I think it had yeah. a lot to do in a single movie. So, like I said, uh, overall, I, I really do enjoy it. Then again, I also uh, am now coming – This you guys won't back me on this one, but I am – it's starting to appreciate Iron Man two more and more, <laughs> which I, I like know- Iron Man two. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that movie, the only thing I don't like about it, which is funny because I was just saying how much I liked him, but is Mickey Rourke in it. Like, I don't, I wish he wasn't playing Whiplash in it, but I love, uh, what's his name? Sam Rockwell in that movie. Oh, he's, he's great. great. Yeah. I remember liking Sam Rockwell. I, I plan pretty soon, probably after James Bond and maybe Mission Impossible. I, I think I plan to go through the MCU from beginning to end. Yeah, well, yeah. now that it's all on Disney Plus, it's pretty yeah. easy to access. Well, almost all of it's on Disney Plus. I think I have them all well, on almost, DVD, yeah. except Incredible Hulk is the only one I don't own. Oh yeah, and that one will never be on. Uh, I, I, they have that everything can't be on. Yeah, they have everything besides that one and the Spider-Man ones, which they'll never have in there. Yeah. <clears throat> before the end of the summer, they'll have. I think the end of June they get uh, Infinity War, and then I think sometime in August they get uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. So it'll be it'll be pretty much all there. So, which I you know speaking of MCU, I rewatched uh, Far From Home because I, okay. I I originally didn't like that one a whole lot. Um, and but again, you know, it was coming off of Endgame, I guess, and and I thought Homecoming was a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, but but upon the rewatch, I actually did like it a lot more. I still did not like Jake Gyllenhaal in it, but it mm-hmm. was just a fun movie. I liked it. I actually watched it with my son. He loved it. So yeah, um, I, I like I like Far From Home a lot. Far From Home a lot. Now I've watched it a couple times. I still like Homecoming better. I think I was I wasn't sure of hers, but I think overall I still I don't know Homecoming. Just for some reason, I enjoy that one more. But I I definitely think Far From Home. But I think you're right. That one it was kind of weird to see that after like the big dramatic kind of you know, that's end game. And then kind of go to that. It's, it's definitely a switch, but yeah, 
I, I still haven't had a chance to rewatch it yet, so I've only seen it the one time. Oh, okay. Well, you should check it out again. I think it works. Like, even though, even though, like, uh, to Sphinx's point, he does. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, but like the stuff they do with Mysterio, like the way they show his powers in that movie, is like one of the most pure, like straight from comics to the yeah. screen, like way that they've adapted. Like, uh, you know, like it's it's really crazy. So. It really is. You're right. That's cool. I can appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, just like the the special effects and stuff. I mean, maybe not so much his take on the character, but like his powers and stuff. How they how they how they use some, I think I think are really good. So especially that like uh, prolonged scene where he's like, uh, where they're at like the 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 headquarters in Germany or whatever it is, and he's like, you know, all that stuff's happening. He's like mm-hmm. in the snow globe and all that stuff. Yep. And, yeah, that 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 sequence is awesome. Now I want to watch that movie. Sorry guys, I gotta go. <laughs> Uh, another big franchise that I, I did a rewatch for was uh, Rise of Skywalker. Have you guys oh, seen okay. that another time? Yeah, I I, um, I rewatched it when it came out on Disney Plus because I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the theaters. Yeah, me too. And uh, I I think I liked it less the second. I mean, I didn't <laughs> I didn't love it the first time, but the second time made me. I, I, I am one of those people that have been like, you're just recycling the original trilogy. And this movie, that's all I just kept feeling again. That the, yeah. that originality just isn't there. Like, why did they need... Like, it was fun, but you didn't need to bring back in Luke and Leia and Han and Lando this time. And now the Emperor this time. I just feel like you you needed to move on from that. And it, it, it had no originality in that plot. And I just, I don't know. I feel, I, I, I'm not a fan of this trilogy, I think, in the end. I mean, I, I and we may have discussed this before, we may not have, but I think the problem is that they can't win or lose because if they make something completely different, people are going to be like, well, this isn't the stuff that, like, the stuff I remember. But if they make something that's too similar, like to what you said that people would be like well this is just so it's like they just they just can't win you know it's like i i don't know i mean they they can do stuff that it's like obviously the mandalorian i feel like it's it's like star wars it's different and very enjoyable um and i don't know um i, I doubt it sphinx at L, lpj did you watch the the last season of clone wars that they put out on disney plus no you know what i never got into clone wars i've actually only seen a couple episodes and that's it Oh man! Well, so they they released the final season on Disney Plus. It was twelve episodes. And, and the way the Clone Wars cartoon is, they usually do like three or four like episode arcs. So there was basically three arcs in this last one. The first one is okay. Second one was fine. Third one, the last four episodes, they could release it as a movie. It's some of the best Star Wars stuff I've ever seen. It's like uh, kind of bumps right up against uh, the events of. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, but it's kind of like Ahsoka Tano's story, and it has Darth Maul in it, and it's it, it's really, 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 really good. Like yeah, it's it, canon, it really isn't good. It? Yeah, yeah, the the Clone Wars is canon. Yeah, and it, it's really good because you get to see it from like her perspective, and you get you know check in with like Obi Wan and Anakin and like Order sixty six, and like it it was it, it's worth it. You could probably watch it like no context of anything else and just watch those last four episodes. And it'd be like watching a mini movie. It, it, and it's like, it's all on like the siege of Mandalore. So, um, 
yeah, it was really. I good. heard a lot of it's going to tie into the Mandalorian season two and three. Uh, yeah, uh, s- supposedly because one of the casting things that just came out is that they cast uh, what's her name from Battlestar Galactica, Katie's Katie Sackoff. Yeah, who did the voice of Bo Katan, who's like one of the like major Mandalorian players who does the voice of Bo Katan. Uh, it's supposed to be cast for being in like season two of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is weird because I don't understand how these casting announcements are coming out. But my understanding is that like they finished filming that before like lockdowns and quarantines happened. So is it just like this stuff just coming out now? Because you know what I'm saying? It's confusing the way they're wording it. Yeah, I, I think it's probably just coming out now because they were so secretive about it in general. Okay. And that's one thing I do want to do. I don't know. This is neither here nor there, but they have now on Disney Plus that like uh, documentary series about the making of the oh, Mandalorian. I watched, yeah, I've watched the first. They, they released the episodes. They don't have them all out at once. They release right. them it, once a week. Right, yeah. And I did, I've watched the three that have been out. They're all really good. I find them oh, really Oh, there's the third one out? The third one came out already? Yeah, it came out today. Oh, I didn't um, watch it yet. I'll as we're recording, it. it's about like the the actors and stuff, and uh, oh, it, cool. yeah, it's it's good. It's it's really interesting, and it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see like when you get those people passionate about it. Maybe that's what they need because like Dave Filoni, he's his passion for Star Wars is insane. It's um, unreal. He, <laughs> he, he like, might as well be George Lucas's son. Yeah, like in that last episode, he almost convinced me. I was like, well, maybe the prequel movies aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I I was almost I almost bought into that too. <laughs> um but uh besides the uh james bond stuff Sphinx, anything else that you uh checked out or have been checking out yeah besides those rise of skywalker um some dorky stuff on my end that i'm not going to share but watching some jazz <laughs> documentaries and whatnot <laughs> but um some other things i wanted to note though was uh on netflix they had some of scorsese's old stuff so I caught mm-hmm. Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. And have you two seen either of those? I've seen Taxi Driver. I don't believe I've ever seen Raging Bull. Yeah, same here. Yeah, they're they're interesting. They're not at all what I expected at all. And Taxi Driver has a lot of, rather the other way around, the Joker that just came out has a ton of similarities to Taxi Driver. Like a ton. And... It was a very dark movie. I just, and like the Joker, like I don't know how I really feel about it, but um, it was an intense movie, I'll say. Last movie, action movie related that I've seen uh, during my quarantine. I saw Volume One. I need to watch Volume Two now, and that is Kill Bill. Oh, okay. You never you you hadn't seen him before. I had, but it was like high school, so it's been almost twenty years since I've watched them. Okay. And I didn't get. Kill Bill. It was they were like easily my least favorite Tarantino films that I had seen, but I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was so good. I haven't I haven't watched e- either of them in a long time, but I, I remember really liking them when I saw them. I had seen them a couple of times. I remember the first one being better than the second one, though. That could be. I think I do remember liking the first one better. It's just those action scenes are so well choreographed. And, like, Uma Thurman just dominates that movie. She is so good in it, Um, both in her action scenes and then just in her her dialogue acting as well. And then the final scene when they're in that that Chinese house before Lucy Liu and that big battle, it is just a bloodbath of insanity. (laughs) 
it, it um, was I was loving every minute of it. I was like, oh my god, why has it been this long since I've seen this movie again? Um, so after watching it, do you think you picked up a few things? Can we bury you in a uh, coffin and you're going to get out of it doing that like punch? <laughs> that's exactly right. Is that that's the first one, right? Where, yeah. where they where they bury her alive and she's just doing that like three inch punch or whatever it is. Yeah, and I didn't know either that RZA uh, did the soundtrack for it from Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Huh, I guess I did not know that either. Yeah. He's in it too. Is he? Oh in yeah. It? I can't remember. Yeah, he's the old master. Oh, right. right. Doesn't he play? (laughs) This is not a hero there, but doesn't he play like uh, a master in the second G.I. Joe movie as well? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. I I think I think it's the second. I think it's the G.I. Joe movie. He he does it in. He's in several movies where he's like an old kung fu master. I think he's. I think it's a a G.I. Joe retaliation. He plays like the hard mass or whatever the the sensei for Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. It might be, yeah. Which I'll say quickly. That is another thing I want. I think I want to pick up on in the next couple months under quarantine. Is I saw a bunch of those kung fu movies are on Netflix. Yeah, Uh, I thought I saw Thirty Six Chambers is on there. Yep. And what's the shallow in one? What's that one called again? Well, Thirty Six Chambers of the Shaolin. Yeah. Oh, is that the okay? I thought there was another yeah. one too. The, oh, yeah, that, I'm sure there's a sequel. Okay, so maybe it was that one, and I saw Enter the Dragon, which is Bruce Lee. That's on yeah. there too right now. Yeah, yeah, the the, cha- the Thirty Six Chamber movies are really good. But again, you know, that's kind of my thing. I like those movies. <laughs> so <laughs> it was me, like, say, me saying that's not saying much. It was like I'll take your word for it. That's uh, like Joe saying he likes that he likes that comic book movie. Yeah, it's true. Um, Two other quick blasts I wanted to put out there before, uh, you know. Uh, one, I don't know if either of you watched uh, Extraction on Netflix, the uh, Chris Hemsworth action movie. I have not. Uh, check it out. The action the, the action in it is really, really, really good. Uh, overall, as a movie, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if the plot and all that stuff is super strong, but watch it for the action. It, it's, it's, it's worth it. Um, and also, on Netflix, I rewatched Bloodsport and LPJ is crazy. It is definitely better than Lionheart. <laughs> nope, sorry. <laughs> You're so wrong. You're so wrong about that. Uh-uh. Not even, not even Jean Claude Van Damme would not agree with you if you asked him which of his movies was better. He'd be like Bloodsport, a hundred percent. I don't, I don't know. Is, is Jean Claude? Yeah, Jean Claude here? Hello, my friends. <laughs> I, I was, it's good I, to see you. <laughs> I like your apartment, Joe. It's very nice. Wait, I can see you here. Oh, it's like you're here. Screen. <laughs> I'm a, I joined the call. It's me. Oh. Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme, JCVD. I, I almost said JCPP. <laughs> it's my cousin. People are going to listen to this and think I was setting up a Jean-Claude Van Damme appearance, <laughs> but I swear to you, I was not. I did not know he was going to show up. I hear up my there. voice and I come running. <laughs> I, did not Man, need to, he, I did not need to prompt it. He has an official Twitter uh, or Instagram account, and I was really hoping when I reposted that hard target that we were going to get a like from him. And it didn't happen. Well, just more proof. <laughs> just, more, just more proof that Jean Claude Van Damme is not as cool as Wesley Snipes. That's true. I don't think anybody's as cool as Wesley Snipes. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's LP- people are always trying trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> LPG, anything else you've seen that you wanted to share? Um, nothing really. I think that's about it. Um, 
And by about it, I mean that's like nine movies I've watched <laughs> yeah. over the course of uh, a few weekends. Um, no, I can't really think of anything else. I don't even really have anything I want to watch right now. That's my problem too. Is is like there's so much to see with all these streaming services, and then with even my own collection at home that like the motivation to decide to pick a movie. By the time I figure out what I think I want to watch, it's already like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, eh, fuck it, I'll just go to bed. Well, and that's my issue too. I have to watch movies in chunks over several days. So I have a tendency to kind of lose the pace of the movie as I'm watching it sometimes. Yeah, and it, it can. Kind of, I agree. It can kind of be like a log jam sometimes deciding like, what do I watch? You know, and I'm, I'm very like, like uh, I like to watch a bunch of different stuff at once, so I have a hard time kind of like sitting down and just watching a whole series or a whole movie at once these days. So I'm like constantly watching like four different things, and I'll just like I'm almost through with my rewatch of the X Men animated series. I only have like four episodes left, so then I'll oh, be done with that. I want to talk to you about that at some point. Okay, um, and then I finally picked back up because I, I think we talked about this before, but I never watched the uh, third season of Daredevil or not all of it. Yeah. So I start. So I started watching that again, but I just started from the beginning. Um, so I'm like four or five episodes into that. So, um, and then I might try and watch. I never watched season two and three of Jessica Jones. I don't know if they're worth watching. Do you guys have an opinion? I like them. I like oh. I like the Jessica Jones stuff a lot. I okay. saw season two. I, okay. I thought season one was phenomenal of Jessica Jones. Season two, I didn't like as much. Never saw season three. I'm about to finish up on season one of Luke Cage, and I'm fucking loving it. Yeah, I like Luke Cage a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, none of those Netflix, I, I think I kind of like them all for different reasons. I like, do too. And, and after I finish Luke Cage, I have uh, The Defenders to watch because I'm trying to oh, watch you, it on you orders. Know, you, have you watched The Defenders? Before? I have not. It's oh good. man, I, I was it's, waiting to get all the 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 previous setups to it. First. I I like the defenders. I think it got like unnecessarily kind of crapped on, but I I, I enjoyed it. Now yeah, I want to rewatch. Now I want to rewatch that. Dang it, Sphinx! Sorry, <laughs> I got too much stuff to watch. More stuff in the logjam. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, we hope our listeners uh, have enjoyed uh, us sharing what we've been up to these last few months here uh we hope our listeners are are safe and doing well uh please go ahead and head on to social media on facebook twitter or instagram or on the discord and and share with us what you guys have been watching as well we'd love to to talk so yeah absolutely yeah check out other stuff too <laughs> for sure we're, we're currently doing our our personal favorite episodes where we're re re-airing on uh on our podcast channels so i mean obviously you could watch them you can listen to them whenever you want but we're just putting yeah. them into focus so yeah and they were like pick your favorite episodes and sphinx pick three episodes that i was not on <laughs> <laughs> well the right. problem is i let you guys pick first so i'm like all right well what do i pick now because like <laughs> you picked all of my favorite episodes yeah that's fair it's all good <laughs> well listen i had rumble in the bronx picked but so did hovercraft joe so it's because it's one of the best episodes ever yeah. Yeah. Go back i had a pick too <laughs> which is crazy that was like what our third or fourth recording session it was so I think early so. on and it was our third episode yeah yeah it was a long time ago obviously it was before i was a regular host so it was the first <laughs> time i was ever on the podcast so yep yep 
Good times. Good memories, guys. For sure. All right. Well, this uh, last action podcast has been terminated. I I have no idea if we're going to have the music for this, by the way. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Someone finish it up. Say but, LPJ. (laughs) But. (laughs) We'll be back. This is going to be a nightmare to edit. (laughs) 